Love Talk Radio. Greetings, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us on tonight's broadcast. Be Free Ministries Live. As always, it is such a wonderful pleasure to come into your home, into your car, into your office, into your workplace, wherever you may be at this time listening to the broadcast. So I want to apologize that I wasn't able to be on last week. I had some an appointment I needed to make, so I was unable to to make it. But we're going to finish our B series tonight. We're going to finish it tonight. I don't know about you, but for me, this series has been a blessing. It's been a blessing to hear from the Lord, to know what to speak concerning the B series, and to have a word attached to each letter of the acrostic that God gave us. It's just been a blessing to me, and I thank God for this series. I didn't even realize we were going to be teaching this series, but God knew. And so I thank God for being obedient and surrendered to him so that this series could come forth and be a blessing to you, not only each night that you've listened, not only just tonight, but in days and weeks and months and years to come, that you can listen back to this series and be blessed and find new insight and new wisdom into God's word and and as you at and into who you are in God as he moves you closer to your destiny. So I thank God again for the series and for all that he has done during the series and what he will do with this teaching in the future. Amen. Amen. Give me just a minute. I'm gonna drink a little water. Amen. I'm gonna dive right in. So tonight is be you. So our B for tonight is bountiful. God wants us to be bountiful. Amen. And so the scripture that the Lord gave me is Malachi 3, 10 and 11. But let me give you a definition from dictionary.com. Bountiful means abundance. That's simply what it means. Now, that was the second or third definition. The first definition says bestowing favor, gifts, or being generous. So we understand that God, as he told Abraham, and the blessings of Abraham are ours, right? But he told Abraham, I'm going to bless you to be a blessing. So God does want us to be a blessing to other people with our time, our resources, our money, all that we have, God does want us to be a blessing to other people as he leads us. But this particular bountiful is God wanting to bless you. It's all about be you, right? It's all about us on tonight, amen? So God wants to bless you as an individual. He wants you to be bountiful. He wants you to have plenty. He wants you to have enough and then more than enough. He wants you to have an abundance. Amen. That is what God is speaking to us tonight with bountiful. And Malachi 3, chapter uh, chapter 3, verses 10 and 11 says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not 
destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. And I love that scripture because it shows that there's something we have to do. God is not just going to give us an abundance, give us an abundance, give us plenty, give us a a bountiful harvest without there being something we need to do. So we need to bring our tithes and offering into the storehouse so there may be meat in our house. And God says it in his word, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I will will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Nations, other people, other groups, family members, friends, people will call you blessed. Luke 6 and 38 also says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, excuse me, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure ye meet with it, with all, excuse me, it shall be measured to you again. So God is desiring for us to give what give to him. So into his kingdom, and he will bless us. Again, God wants to bless us. Not not saying that every single one of us is going to be a millionaire, or as Mr. Brown says, a thousandaire, or as Mr. Brown says, a hundredaire. <laughs> but God definitely wants to bless us. He wants to bless us at our jobs. He wants to bless us, in, you know, in our elevations on our job, being promoted on our job. Promotion comes from the Lord. He wants to bless us with things, like with a, with a nice house, with, with reliable cars, new cars that we can drive. He wants us to live comfortably upon this earth. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all other things will be added unto you. He wants us to live a good life, a comfortable life. And for some of us, he wants us to live a lavish life, right? Not that we can boast or brag, but because God wants to pour out into us. He wants us to have the abundance. He wants us to have plenty. He wants us to be bountiful, right? And so God is speaking to that, speaking that to us tonight, that he wants us to have plenty, He wants us to be bountiful. Amen. So make sure that you're giving. Make sure that you're paying your tithes and offering. And God will, I promise you, God will richly bless you and bless you indeed. Our E is example. Dictionary.com defines example as model, as something or someone to be uh, imitated. Now, I put the someone in. Dictionary.com just says something. But because we're people, I put the someone in. So a model as something to be imitated. God wants you to be an example to the world of who he is, an example of his love, an example of his patience, an example of his long-suffering, an example of living in peace and perfect peace, an example of having joy, an example of having temperance and goodness and kindness. God wants us to be an example to the world. Titus 2, 7 and 8 in the NIV version says, in everything, it says everything, not something, not when you feel like it, but in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. Set them 
being an example to others. Set them an example. Set an example for them. In your teaching, show integrity and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. God wants our character to be so intact, to be so integritous that others will see us as an example that they will want to follow, an example that they would want to model or imitate. Be an example in your teaching. Be an example in your speech. Be an example in the way you dress. Be an example in the way that you treat others. Be an example in the way that you interact with others. Be an example in the way you walk out life. God wants us to be us. But in being us, he wants us to be an example to the world, right? Be you, but be an example to the world of Jesus. We are little Jesuses running around this world, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, showing forth the love of God, speaking words of life to individuals. That's what the world needs to see. They see enough turmoil. They see enough headache. They see enough abuse. They see enough tragedy. They hear enough negative things about them. We are to be an example of God's love in our speech, in our teaching, in the way that we live this life so that nobody will be able to say anything bad about you. They won't be able to say that Stephanie was so mean to me. She was so disrespectful to me. Did you see that attitude she had? No. You see the goodness of God working through me towards you. That's what God wants, the goodness of him working through us towards this world. The best place to be an example is everywhere, right? But when you think about it, we spend the majority of our time at work. That's like one of the best places to show forth God's love, to be a ministry to other people is on your job. So be an example on your job, in your home, at church, when you're out and about, in your community events and activities, be an example of God that others can follow and model so they'll know how to live, so they'll know how to treat people, so they'll know how to dress, so they'll know how to interact with other people. Be an example. Amen. Amen. We're going to keep it moving. Our why is yielding. So the definition according to dictionary.com for yielding is pliable, flexible, compliance. I love that. Pliable, flexible, and compliance. <laughs> so Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. And the NIV says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Amen. Yielding our bodies, yielding our members, yielding our will 
yielding our appetites, yielding all of who we are to God so that he can make us the new creature so that he can clean out the junk and the gunk within us. You, you want to know what the junk and the gunk is? Bad attitude, cursing folk out, being nasty to people, um, having a bad, disp- you know, a negative or a bad disposition, having an attitude with people all the time, junk and gunk that God wants to clean out so that he can make you look like him so you can be that example to the world. So God wants us to yield our members to him so that he can do the work within us that needs to be done so that we can look like him. Amen. I know I want to look like the Lord. Put me on a potter's wheel and don't take me off until I look like you, Jesus. Right? Y'all know when you have pottery, I've seen people work on the potter's wheel being molded, being shaped, being pliable, flexible, that clay is. But the thing about clay is it has to be hardened. And the only way to harden clay is in the kiln. And you put that kiln in there, and depending on what type of pottery you're working on, that kiln can get up to the thousands or higher in degree. We call it firing in order to fire that pot or harden it so that it can be ready for whatever use it's intended for, whether it's a bowl or a vase or just decorations to be beautiful in your home. For whatever the intended purpose, it needs to go under the fire in order to come out as a beautiful item so others can use. Same thing with us. We need to go through the fire so that we can come out as that beautiful vessel, that new creature that God can use for his glory. So yield to God. In everything you do, yield to God. In everything you say, yield to God. Before you make decisions for your life, yield to God. Before you decide on what job to take, what house to buy, what car to buy, what relationship to connect with, go to God. Surrender to God. Pray and get that guidance and that direction from the Lord so that you will make sure that you're following after the way that God has ordained for you, so that you are following um, after those ordered steps that God has set for you. So be yielding to the Lord. Our O is on target. God wants us to be on target. Let me tell you something. I am working on my teacher licensure right now. So I'm currently a licensed teacher, but I am a beginning teacher. So for beginning teachers, they give us three years to complete the coursework or any classes that we need to take so that we can apply for and hopefully receive our professional two license. That's a license that you receive when you're that full-fledged teacher. Um, You've met all the requirements. You've taken all the courses to receive that professional teaching two license. And, you know, you can go forth and just teach on for as long as the Lord will have you teach or for as long as you want to. And so in order for me to complete my license, I had to get a plan of study. And I received my plan of study and I have to follow that plan of study. Like I have three years to complete the requirements of my plan of study. I think I have probably like somewhere between 15 and 17. I haven't looked at my plan of study in a couple of months. So I had um, somewhere between 15 and 17 classes or um, workshops to take. And thankfully, my degrees have helped fill in the spots. So I've only needed to take two classes. But again, I've got to stay focused on that plan of study. I've got to stay on target for that plan of study so that I can get my professional two teaching license, right? On target mean. Dictionary.com defines on target as correct, accurate, 
adhering closely to an anticipated outcome. My outcome is to receive my teaching two license, right? So I need to stay on target. I need to follow to a T, follow exactly the plan of study that I've been given so that I can receive the anticipated outcome, which is my two teaching two license. And so God wants us to be on target with the goals, with the um, with the destiny that he has placed within us, he wants us to be on target with that. So God has given us desires and passions and visions for our life, right? So I knew that I wanted to be a teacher. I started off in school um, taking classes for elementary ed and didn't finish. Thankfully, the Lord allowed me to go back, and I'm on target for the destiny that God has placed within me to teach. took me a long time to get here, but that was okay. I detoured. I got off track, but I finally got here. But God doesn't want us to to worry about the detours. He doesn't even want us to take detours. He wants us to follow the ordered steps that he has set before us. I was fearful. Like a fear took over me, and I was unable to stay focused. I was unable to stay on target, and I was unable to complete my anticipated outcome of receiving my undergrad degree when I first graduated high school. Again, that's okay. God brought me back around, but God doesn't want us to waste time. He doesn't want us to waste years. He wants us to be on target with the goals, with the destiny that he has set within us, okay? So whatever God has called you to do, You need to stay on target, stay focused, and do it. When God calls us to do something, he will give us the steps. He will give us the strategies. He will give us the guidelines in order to reach that goal, in order to reach that destiny, in order to reach that anticipated outcome. Sometimes it's going to college. Sometimes it's taking trade courses. Sometimes it's not going to school at all. Sometimes it's launching out into that business. Sometimes it means writing a business plan so that you can apply for some funding and get your business idea or your nonprofit funded, God gives us the strategies. All we need to do is follow them. All we need to do is stay on target, be accurate, adhere closely to the guidelines that God has given so that we will receive the anticipated outcome. And y'all, I know sometimes it's hard to stay on on task. Sometimes it's hard to stay on on target. I I know. We have family. You know, if we are married, we have our husband or our wife to take care of. We have our children to take care of. We have um, certain requirements on our job that we need to adhere to, certain guidelines on our job that we need to stick to to make sure we keep our job and hopefully can get promoted on our job. So there's all types of things going on in our world. You know, we have our family. You know, our job is we are involved in community organizations we have that. There's so much that we are involved in. So there's lots of times we can get distracted, but God is calling for us to focus, to hone into him so that we can stay on target and complete the destiny that he has set within us to complete. So stay on target. Don't let people get you off off target. Don't let people get you off track. Um, Don't let people distract you or cause you to stray to the left or to the right. 
to have that tunnel vision and stay focused and do what God has called you to do. Amen. Don't let people, don't let circumstances, don't let anything get you off focus from what God has called you to do. I mean, I know life happens. Sometimes death happens in our life, and it may set us back a little bit. Sometimes maybe we didn't get that promotion we thought we were going to get, and it sets us back a little bit. Sometimes we didn't get the pay raise that we thought we were going to get, and it sets us back a little bit. That's okay. Regroup reassess the situation, listen to what God is speaking, and then move forward so that you can be on target doing what God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. So our last word in this series and our last word for BU is uncompromising. You is uncompromising. If we can be uncompromising, it will help us to stay on target. Amen. So uncompromising definition is absolute or, excuse me, absolute as believing or adhering to a principle, position, or the like. So being absolute, believing and adhering to that principle, that position. In other words, you are settled. You are, your feet are planted flat and you are firmly standing strong in the principles in God's word, in the principles that God has established for your life. You are standing strong. You are standing firm. You are unwavering. You are unsettled. Not unsettled, excuse me. That's not a, that's not the word I was looking for. You are uncompromised, uncompromising. You are settled. You are strong, firm, and fast in the principles of God's word and in the values that you hold true for yourself. That's right. We have morals and values that govern our lives based on the word of God and sticking to them means that you are uncompromising, meaning that you're not letting others distract you, others get you off course. You are uncompromising. The Bible says that I'm not to steal. I'm not going to steal. I'm uncompromising. I'm not going to be a thief. The Bible says not to kill. I'm uncompromising. I'm going to hold to that principle. I will not kill. The Bible says do not fornicate. I'm going to keep my body um, holy before the Lord, and I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to have sex with that person, whether it's it's adultery or whether it is um, fornication, meaning you're just, you know, having sex without marriage. Whatever it is, my friends are drinking or doing drugs, nope, that is not what God called me to do. He told me to keep my temple clean, pure, and holy. I'm uncompromising. I'm settled in that. I am not going to let other people distract me from what God has called me to do and who God has called me to be. I'm not going to let you influence me. I'm not going to let you intimidate me. I'm not going to let you control over me. I am led of the Lord. Thus, I will not compromise my principles, my morals, my values, my integrity, my body. I will not compromise. I am absolute in my resolve to stay saved. I'm absolute in my resolve to not go clubbing or drinking or um, drugging, taking drugs. I am unresolved. I am resolved and uncompromising in my position to hold true to the values and principles outlined in God's word. So God does not want us to compromise, y'all. Hebrews 10, verse 22 and 23 says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience 
and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith with wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Don't waver. Hold true, hold firm, hold fast to God's word, to the principles, the values that God has placed within you. Hold fast to them. Second Corinthians six and four. Well, I won't. I won't. I won't give you Second Corinthians six and fourteen. I'll let you read that on your own and let the Lord minister that verse to you. Amen. So Hebrews ten. Hold fast to your faith. Hold fast to your principles without wavering. Amen. Be un- uncompromising. Be absolute. Believe and adhere to the principles and the positions that you have set for yourself and that God has set for you. Amen. I forgot to, I want to backtrack because I forgot to give you the scripture for being on target. It's Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, 14, and 15. Brethren, y'all can say it with me because I know y'all know it. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded, and if any, and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal that unto you. Don't let the past get you off target. Don't let people coming from your past, but, you know, old boyfriends, old girlfriends, whoever, whatever, don't let the past trip you up and get you off focus. Stay focused. Stay on target doing what the Lord has called you to do. Amen. Amen. So my teaching tonight is complete. Be you. Just be who God has called you to be without apology, without worry, without compromise. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to pray. Father God, we thank you for this day that you have given us. We thank you for blessing us today as we were on our job or at school or at the doctor's office, or with a family member or a friend, whatever we were doing today, wherever we were today, thank you for being with us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for being an ever-present help to us today. Thank you for helping us to see this day through without compromise. Thank you for helping us see this day through without getting angry with someone, without lashing out at someone. Thank you for letting us see this day through in your will. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for who you are to us, Father God. Thank you that you're working situations out, you're working issues out, you're working things out for the good to them that love the Lord. God, thank you that you're fixing our marriages. Thank you that you're fixing our finances. Thank you that you're fixing our relationships. Thank you that you're fixing things on our job. Thank you that you're fixing things with our children. God, thank you that you're fixing things with our family, hallelujah, with our friends. God, we thank you for being a fixer for us, Father God, for working things out, for for, for uh, making some things new, for getting some old things and some, some old ways out of the way so that you can place new things in, so that you can place you in, so that new wine can go into new wine <laughs> in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for the newness of life. Hallelujah. 
We thank you for who you are to us. Hallelujah. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for how you're trusting us, for how you're blessing us, for how you're making ways for us, for how you're opening doors for us, for how you're shutting some doors. Hallelujah. For how you're severing some people out of our lives, God, severing some situations and some issues and some things out of our lives, Father God, so that we can be on target, so that we can be yielding, so that we can be uncompromising, so that we can be that example. Thank you, Father God, again, for working all things out for our good because we love you. Thank you for it, Lord God. God, I thank you for this B series that you have allowed us to be in. I pray that the word will continue to minister to your people. I pray that the word will continue to shape and mold and make us into you have us to be. God, I thank you that every listener, Father God, of tonight's message, of the messages before about these, that they will minister to the hearers, God, that they will bring forth a life, Father God, bring forth encouragement, God, bring forth insight, bring forth change, Father God, bring forth a refreshing, Father God, bring forth a deliverance and a healing, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, Father God, for making all things new. God, I thank you for perfecting your will within us, Father Father God, I thank you. Hallelujah, God, for how you're cleaning us up, Father God, how you're making us look just like you. Hallelujah, God, that you're getting out the impurities, Father God, that you're cleaning out the junk. Hallelujah, God, that you're giving giving us, Father God, a new way of looking at things, a new perspective, God, a new way of doing things, Father God, a new way of living out this life that you've given us. God, thank you, Father, that you made all things new, that you continue to make all things new, Father God, and do that for us, Father God, as we study this B-series, as we listen to the words that you have spoken to us through this B-series. Help us to go back and meditate on the scriptures, Father God. Help us to go back and meditate on your word so that you will continue to perfect us and will come forth as pure so, God, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to encourage you to visit our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BeFreeMinistriesNC. I want to invite you to our pocketbook exchange. It is Saturday, October 7th at 10 a.m. at the Museum of Natural Sciences in Raleigh, North Carolina. Visit our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com for more information. Look, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off.